This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, June 9th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Trump, infrastructure set to take off. Purdue and lawmakers talk. Trump taps WOTUS judge and swaps rule concerns CFTC chief. President Trump has made the case that agriculture will figure prominently into his $1 trillion infrastructure plan. Now it's time to see the plan and find out whether it will require a level of private investment that's realistic for rural America. Yesterday, Trump joined Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue and other cabinet members at a meeting with governors, state agriculture commissioners, and local government officials to discuss the infrastructure program. The focus of the meeting, according to the White House, was on finding out what federal regulations stand in the way of carrying out the construction plans. We're doing a great job with respect to infrastructure, Trump said, predicting that the initiative would take off like a rocket ship. Trump promised to get the projects done under budget and ahead of schedule. Louisiana Agriculture Commissioner Mike Strain, who is president of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture, was included in the meeting along with his South Carolina counterpart, Hugh Weathers, who chairs NASDA's Rural Development Committee. American agriculture infrastructure is a critical factor in national security that addresses the unique needs of rural communities as well as U.S. competitiveness internationally, said Strain. Farmers can't simply relocate to their customer base, but instead rely on functional rural roads, rail, harbors, bridges, highways, and waterways. Purdue and lawmakers discuss child nutrition. Secretary Purdue continues to bring lawmakers over to the USDA for breakfast chats. Yesterday, he brought in key Republicans from the House Education and the Workforce Committee, which has jurisdiction over the school lunch and breakfast programs. In a tweet, Purdue said that he discussed child nutrition issues with the lawmakers. But a spokeswoman for the committee says that there are no plans to move a child nutrition reauthorization bill. The Healthy Hunger Free Kids Act, which authorized the school meal standards imposed by the Obama administration, expired in 2015. Republicans were unsuccessful in moving a new bill in the last Congress. WOTUS judge tapped for court. A North Dakota federal judge who was the first to put on a hold to the Obama administration's Waters of the U.S. rule has been nominated by President Trump to a seat on the 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Ralph Erickson issued his stay on the WOTUS rule one day before it was set to take effect in 2015. His stay was limited to 13 states, but it would later be extended nationwide. Erickson said he believed the rule exceeded the Obama administration's congressional authority. Erickson would replace a retired Clinton appointee on the St. Louis-based appeals court. CFTC deadlocked on Swamp's dealer rule. President Trump's nominee to chair the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, Chris Giancarlo, says he's concerned about a pending rule that would require some agribusiness companies to be regulated as swaps dealers. But Giancarlo, who is currently serving as the acting chairman, told a House Appropriations Subcommittee yesterday that the commission is currently at an impasse on the issue because the only other CFTC member, Democrat Sharon Y. Brown, supports the rule. The commission currently has three vacancies. The rule, which is set to take effect at the end of 2018, would lower the threshold for being required to register as a swap dealer from $8 billion to $3 billion. 
Giancarlo says that would sweep in end users of derivatives that had nothing to do with Wall Street and the financial crisis. The rule was originally set to take effect at the end of this year. Giancarlo says the rule will force utilities, refiners, and agribusiness companies to cut back on their trading to make sure they stay under the $3 billion threshold. Dodd-Frank not going away, lawmakers told. Giancarlo assured committee Democrats that the section of the Dodd-Frank law that applies to the derivatives industry, Title VII, is here to stay. That section will, quote, be the law, I'm sure, for the rest of my career, Giancarlo said. The House yesterday passed the legislation, the Financial Choice Act, to roll back some of the law's regulations on small banks. But Giancarlo noted that the bill doesn't touch the Dodd-Frank regulations on futures trading. Giancarlo bypassed White House with proposed budget. Giancarlo defended going around the White House and submitting the agency's proposed fiscal 18 budget directly to Congress. The commission is seeking to increase its budget by $31.5 million to $281.5 million to hire additional economists and examiners and to upgrade the agency's technology. Giancarlo repeatedly told lawmakers that the commission is seeking to stay on top of the impact of high-frequency trading, an issue that he noted is of concern for farmers. Cattle producers have blamed high-frequency trades for sharp market swings. Here's today's He Said It. Our recreational fishermen have been totally screwed. That Senator John Kennedy, a Republican of Louisiana, complaining to Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross that the fishing season for red snapper in the Gulf of Mexico has shrunk from 46 days to just three days over the past five years under the direction of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Well, that's daybreak for this Friday, June 9th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.